Hello and welcome to Elagan Whiteboard Friday. Today we will look at uh, when you get a shareholders agreement, how you should go about it. So the first and foremost, what is a shareholder agreement or in short form SHA? Basically, this is a document which is given by the investor since they come uh, in the company as investor and investor get uh, equity or preference shares into the company. So they are going to be the shareholders of the company. So that's why it's called a shareholders agreement. And this will have all the shareholders, existing shareholders of the company and the uh, new investors who is coming up would be entering into an agreement together. Only the ESOP uh, employees are not part of this agreement. Even through ESOP, if they have a vested equity into the company, they still don't form a part of this. Otherwise, all other shareholders of the company has to be a party to the agreement. This is a fairly complex and a large document which uh, details the complete terms of the investment that is being made. Once this agreement is finalized, all the existing or the previous shareholder agreements or any kind of commitment to any shareholders would be superseded by this agreement. So it is important that everybody is in line with uh, what you are signing. And since this is a large and complex document, we strongly recommend to uh, take an expert lawyer or a legal help. Uh, otherwise, uh, you could end up into a problem at a later date because this is a binding document like term sheet technically is a strategic document. It is more important than SHI mentioned from a perspective that what terms you are agreeing to. But term sheet is not a binding document, whereas an SHA is a binding document. So it is important that you take an uh, appropriate expert legal help uh, so from a lawyer who actually knows what an SHA is and have dealt with it multiple times. So let's look at what are the important points in an SHA. So uh, we uh, on the right hand side, you can see a list of items which we have covered on the term sheet. But before that, we uh, will uh, talk about the other things which are new in the SHA. So basically, uh, there is something called uh, CP items, which is conditions precedent is in short called CP. So there would be a list of items and these are the items that has to be completed or the task that has to be completed, which uh, before uh, after which the investor will put in the money. So uh, this is like conditions precedent to investment. So basically this list of activities only if it is completed and you have to issue a CP completion certificate, then only the investor would actually send the money to your bank account. They would verify all the activities are completed and then they would send it. Then comes a list of CS items. So CS means condition subsequent. So these are a list of activities which has to be completed immediately after the investment is received. So things like once you receive the money, you may have to, uh, uh, you, you have to allot the shares within so, so many days or appoint the investor director and, and there could be a bunch of many other things. So that would, uh, the SHA would contain the complete list of CP and CS activities that the investor wants as a condition of putting in the investment. 
Now it is important, uh, the CP is important and technically covers the list of things that is discovered during the due diligence and investor recommends to close those non-compliances or pending things before they actually put in the money. But uh, many times you would see that as it is a CP item, uh, you will not be receiving investment uh, until all these items are completed. So, so basically, uh, you should review this list thoroughly and make sure what is really critical to be CP and if there is anything that you can push to CS because that would accelerate your receiving the money into the bank account because if it lies in CP till the time that task is not completed you will not receive money into your bank account. The, in the CS activities again you should agree that all these items should complete and there would mostly be timelines associated with it. So look at those timelines carefully and see and have a uh, talk to your team and and, uh, and have a uh, committed timelines that okay these are the items we have to complete and this is really the timeline that we can go ahead and complete it. So that's how CP and CS play a very important role in an SHA and you should go through this list very carefully see what items can be in CP and what can be moved to CS. Then comes representation and warranties. Again, this would be a list of uh, representations and warranties that investors generally seek from the founders. This is more like if anything happens in the future or if any non-compliances that they have discovered, all the liabilities they would push onto the founder, which is a okay thing. But you have to go through the complete list very very carefully and see is there anything that could impact you in your personal capacity rather than the corporate capacity. So one is like you warrant that okay these are the things that uh, is taken care of or will be taken care of if anything happens in the future. Investors is not liable but as a founder are you giving those commitments as a uh, as a company or you are giving it as an individual are important. So this is also many times we have seen as long as 37 pages of representations and warranties. It could be a huge exhaustive list but very very important because this could decide what kind of liabilities are you carrying on your head after raising the investment. Now let's look at some of the other things uh, from a strategic perspective. Some of it we have also discussed in term sheet uh, whiteboard Friday video. We also have a detailed uh, uh, webinar about term sheet which covers all these topics in detail. But let me give you a brief about all this thing. So one is like how much is being diluted. So SHA would certainly contain the details of how much money is coming in at what valuation what kind of instrument like preference share, equity share, debentures, convertible note, what, what you are issuing. So how much is uh, the company getting diluted? There would be provisions around anti-dilution which is like preventing the investors for a lower valuation uh, in the future rounds of funding. So if you are raising money at $5 million valuation today, you cannot uh, uh, issue shares at a future date at uh, less than $5 million. If you do, then you assure the investors that you will give them free shares to match the same valuation. For example, if you are doing at 4 million tomorrow, then you will give ample number of shares so that the investor round also is at a 4 million, not at a 5 million valuation. 
there is an IRR which is internal rate of return which actually uh, gives uh, investors the confidence that this is the minimum uh, that they would earn so so uh, from the date of investment till the date of exit uh, for example if they are putting in 1 million dollar and if you have committed a 15% IRR then for uh, and if they are exiting after 6 year so they would you'll have to calculate that number at a 15% IRR year on year how much minimum commitment you are giving to investor uh, you can keep it at zero you can keep it at any number it is both a mutual agreement and negotiation point liquidation preference this is something when the company gets liquidated how much the investor would take they could take 1x of their money they could take one and a half 2x of the money they can take 1x plus uh, whatever remains in that whatever is in the proportionate capacity so these are few things that you should be looking at uh, liquidation preference next comes founders lock-in investing so typically investors continue to ask founders because they bet a lot based on the founders profile so they want the founders to continue with the company so they'll have lock-in periods uh, it could be anywhere between four to eight nine years and uh, remember this period could continue to get reset with every new round of funding people may ask you to commit for another four five six years seven years kind of thing because founders are a critical asset but uh, vesting also so make sure if you have already been vested don't try to reset the meters or try to see how fast like after four years if you are raising money you cannot go for a four year more or five year more vesting schedule because that is really unfair with the founder but again this is all uh, deep and and see what you can negotiate and what are the things you can get things like rofr uh, tag along and drag along these are typically associated when somebody is selling their shares so how how to go about it these are processes like you have to first offer it to existing shareholders or can other shareholders tag along with the seller you have to sell our shares also in our proportionate capacity before you can sell yours or you or the seller can drag existing shareholders also so uh, uh, that they have to also mandatorily sell their shares so these are important clauses very very fundamental and important clauses at a later date as the company grows this takes a huge significance so please review these terms very very carefully before signing and uh, do appropriate negotiations wherever needed then there would be a list of reserve matters that investors would want uh, their intervention or approval basically so whatever they do so things like future investment board uh, board seats uh, any kind of expense hiring key employees sale of assets change of memorandum um, buying of any uh, assets so there are typically a dollar value associated with uh, each of the decisions so the way i look at it or i recommend our uh, uh, our uh, clients is you should evaluate that each decision making how much dollar it is impacted so for example you are hiring a senior person with a say 30 lakh 40 lakh salary so that's a large number investor would need an approval from them before you hire it but if you are hiring somebody at 5 lakh you should not be going and asking the investors so based on the size of investment and the overall valuation stage of the company these numbers vary a lot at a very early stage a limitation of around 5 to 10 lakhs is also reasonable but at a, a growth stage 
uh, it could be 50 lakhs, 1 crore kind of thing. Otherwise, you will have to keep going back to investor for every day-to-day -day decision making and approval which really makes it challenging uh, for you to run the show. So, so this is again an important list of uh, matters that you should re uh, go through carefully and see each and every line item whether that is fine with you or not and then only take a call as to how, how you want to go about it. That's it on shareholder agreement. If you have any queries, feel free to reach out to us at hello at elagam.com. Thank you.